You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Morning Mash here on the Jaybird Watching Gamecast. So... Kind of feels like we're on the highway to hell, you know, to quote one of my favorite songs as the Red Sox once again take down the Toronto Blue Jays. A consistent offensive attack for the Red Sox took the Marco Estrada down and watched his ERA climb up to a 5.68. Four earned runs for him and three and two-thirds to start this game. He now has six losses on the season, and this is definitely not the Marco Estrada that Blue Jays fans were uh, hoping to see coming into this season little bit rough to watch and yeah I don't know what the permanent solve is for Marco Estrada at the moment but unfortunately I just um, this goes along with my melt the system idea a little bit I know you're paying him for this season but I want to win ball games and if Marco Estrada is not going to win ball games I think you need to find a way to alleviate that maybe he is better suited to be in the back of the bullpen or something I might be the first one to say that but there is definitely something wrong with Marco Estrada as far as his um he does really well for one set of the lineup usually last night being an exception and then he just gets lit up like a Christmas tree so yesterday like I said there was a little bit of an exception to that and seven hits in the first uh you know, three and two-thirds innings translated into four and runs. Did not allow a home run, so there was that one bright spot. Aaron Loop came on in relief and uh, settled things down for a little while. Pitched uh, an inning and a third, allowed just a walk at one. And then, unfortunately, the other uh, <clears throat> player that I'm not terribly happy with <laughs> his performance um, and starting with what his real role is in this whole thing Joe Biagini came on a home run, and that was just semi-deflating. <laughs> um, yeah. Xander Bogarts hit the home run. I know he's no slouch at the plate, but just one of those things. That I'm just starting to wonder where Joe Biagini really, really, truly fits into this whole equation here. And I just honestly, right now, I'd rather see him pick for the Buffalo as a starter. 
just to keep them not getting some other battles. I would rather be the last person to be called up. I would bring it without Noah Russell and Danny Barsat hair in his final inning of work. It's another home run, as I mentioned. And yeah, just five hits, or eight hits, and three losses. And it's just a rough evening. Justin Smoke was able to power up, and if he could get going, maybe that's going. Um, that was his eighth big fly of the season. He had just nine after last season, where it was most of the time of year, so like mark. This is the one that I thought was the crazy stat. Kendris Morales, I can't even to a walk. So if you find him out at point, I'm still wondering why he even bother. Um, this team is just my fault. Just my uh, laying around, I think. Devin Travis got tits as he's finally starting to swing it. And, yeah, just that was about it. They went four for 10 runners in scoring position yesterday. Could not get enough going, even though they had ducks on the pond. Just Different as far as things go. We're playing third base again. Um, I just think that goes to show how flawed this team is if we're starting to rely on Russell Martin being a uh, super utility player. Not a big fan of the idea, but um, I did write yesterday about Danny Jansen getting some playing time because of that on jaysjournal.com. And then I also went off in an afternoon rant on how this team could be fundamentally better if you brought up some of the kids yesterday. Check out the previous episode before the show, and you'll get my... Uh, more or less a three-point plan on how to possibly at least make this lineup more fun. So check that out here on the Birdwatching Gamecast as well. So down to the minors so we can get an idea of where some of the fun is at least happening. Um, the Columbus Clippers were able to take down the Buffalo Bisons in late innings yesterday after a incredible start from Sean Reed Foley. His second start at the level um, looked a lot more like Sean Reed Foley. And six innings of work, five hits, three earned runs. But look at listen to this. One walk, ten strikeouts. Ten strikeouts. Just insane. You know, he's supposed to be getting more challenged at this level, not <laughs> flying through lineups. So as uh, Sean Reed fully peppered the strike zone, he was able to more or less game. And at the time of his exit, uh, Buffalo Bisons were up. So... He was in line for the his first choice game. He eventually um, played that where he went. He had a surgent season with the uh, New Hampshire Fisher Cats. He's gotten a great shot here with the Dunedin uh, Blue Jays, and it's been very interesting. And I'm glad he got a chance to do this. And that was a great start for him, and just good stuff. <clears throat> so, this is the ball, get ball game would play out. As I mentioned, he was one of the first in the game. Albuquerque was able to save a light home run in the uh, it, to lead off the eighth inning. And then Sam Bolton in the ninth. So three earned runs for him in the ninth. But he did three eventually. He score one. Loris um, Gurriel Jr., his third one season at last, that scored Danny Jansen as well. And then the rest of the stuff was more or less that uh, translating. So moving base runner station station got the best runs yesterday in their five to seven loss. Anthony Alford one for three with an RBI. As I mentioned, had two because of a home run. And Squire went one for three and scored twice as he walked. Either way, just on uh, Wednesday. Moving down to where I know everybody is watching, like the Hampshire Cats are up win over Portland yesterday. Um, yeah, it's two today. Um, the Winter Cats racked up 15 hits and just insane amount of them. 
and it's been insane to watch. And in the leadoff spot, which I think is where uh, Boba Shett needs to be, he's some really good stuff. He went for the guy yesterday, and he's starting to swing it. I uh, I don't know why everybody was getting out about him having a season. Oh my God, four years. He's got that uh, look of that now as he scored two runs yesterday in the eye as well. Um, pinch hit for Elizabeth Diaz, who was over and ended up having a very solid game. Height went two for two with two eyes and runs scored. And he's always been one of those guys, I wonder if he was ever going to click. I've always liked watching Gunnar Height play baseball. And uh, the one game I went to last year, he actually hit two lawn balls, so it was a good time. Uh, Vlad Guerrero Jr., you've been all week for me to say something about Vlad Guerrero Jr., and a home run with a two-run blast, so he picked up another guy as well. Kevin Biggio, who I just wrote about yesterday for the South of the South, and I as well, so he can use the ball also. And Biggio, he goes on that 308 for Biggio. That's a heavy drop there. <clears throat> Max Pentecost, Juan Kelly, Harold, and he all had since 69 in the lot. One line also been an RBI. Very, very consistent attack in this one. I also did forget to mention that Boba Shett stole two more bases. He now has 14 on the season. So this is a million dollars. He's everything. So that's another judgment. And wrap it all up in the two, with the last couple innings. So, last couple stops. The Dedean Blue Jays picked up a win on uh, Tuesday as they took down the Florida Flyer Frogs. And it was a great start from uh, Zach Logue, who had been called up from the uh, new, uh, the Lansing Lugnuts after having a great start to his season with the mighty Lugnuts. The Lugnuts have been rolling all season, so it doesn't shock me that the uh, big team, the Dean Blue Jays, are starting to pilfer from them. Uh, it was a good game for the Dean Blue Jays. Uh, Logue had plenty of uh, run support as they won 8-2 to two and had 10 hits in this ball game. Uh, Logue pitched four and two-thirds, allowed four hits, did not have an earned run, um, three walks and four strikeouts, so good start from him. Connor Eller picked up the from there and would eventually be credited with his second win. One in the third innings of work, just a strikeout, no hits, no walks. Jackson McClelland picked up an inning also, two walks but didn't allow a run, and then Ty Tice picked up his second save with two innings of work, allowed one run, but just an, obviously there was plenty of run support in this one. He also struck out three. So as far as the offense goes for the Dedean Blue Jays, I guess we're just going to go through it. The first run was scored off of a ground out by Ivan Castillo. John Laprise scored. Bradley Jones singled and uh, drove in pin, Eduardo Pinto uh, in the first in the third inning. And then Casey Clemens drove in uh that Nash Knight to uh, wrap that whole inning up. Riley Adams walked with the bases loaded to pick up a run with Nash Knight as well. Joshua Pocios also walked in the seventh. So as the Dineen Blue Jays were gifted two runs, they just kind of ran away with it. Ivan Castillo also singled in the ninth, and Nash Knight drove in a run as well in the ninth. <laughs> so... Good stuff from the uh, Dunedin Blue Jays all over the diamond in this one. And this is where uh, I honestly thought they would be more often this year. They just have all the talent in the world. It just hasn't come together properly yet. So, moving right along. The Lansing Lugnuts, everybody. After a night where the offensive bats took a night off, they lashed out against the Lake County captains yesterday. So, 
10 to 1 victory for the Lansing Lugnuts. Maverick Buffo has a had a stellar start in this one, and he has just been in a very, very bright spot in this rotation. He's had a couple of rough starts, but that's only really the rough part of this. So the only thing that he had wrong with his outing uh, yesterday was a home run allowed. It was the only tarnish on his as Todd Isaacs hits a home run. It's his second of the season off of Maverick Buffalo. But um, seven strong innings of work from him. He lowered his ERA to 3.99 and allowed eight hits in this one, scattering them all over the diamond, just the one earned run, as I'd mentioned, two strikeouts and a walk. Andy Ravel came out of the pen, pitched an inning, allowed two hits, but did not uh, allow a run. And then Danny Jimenez slammed three strikeouts in the uh, ninth inning. So solid stuff on the pitching and to the offensive side, leadoff hitter Chavez Young, both in a run as well. Um, he had a Darby double, the two for four performance. Kevin Larkin back up at five, and kept going to the lineup just like so. And it was a very solid attack for the Lansing Lugnuts. The runs came in the second inning where they just lit the Lake County pitchers and then just kept going. So, good stuff for the Lansing Lugnuts. And regardless of the fact that they have a talent team that has been running away with this stuff in the Midwest League, the only team that has a better record than them in the whole league is the Bowling Green Hot Rods. And they four straight to even get to that point. And right now, they're currently just a half game back from first place in the Mid-Eastern part of the league. Um, and that's only because of like, the 33-19 and 19, um, Lansing Lugnuts only have one loss in the Bowling Green Hot Rods. The next closest team in that division is the West Michigan uh, Tides that are 27-24. So keep an eye on the Lansing Lugnuts. You should be just as excited about them as you should be about the New Hampshire Fisher Cats and the plethora of talent that they have. This top prospects list is going to be a lot different, I think, mid come midseason, and it's going to be insanely amount of change with Kevin Biggios and a lot of these other guys that are performing all over the uh, – system so anyways back to the norms we got the live show everybody coming up on friday make sure you listen in i'll have the link all over the twitter account so make sure you go grab that and hop in um we are going to be live for that show while the blue jays take on the tigers so but for before that tonight the blue jays are currently sitting at 25 and 30 hoping to get back to 500 anytime soon We'll have to go through the the Boston Red Sox again this evening before they have the day off tomorrow to travel to Detroit. Sam Caviglio uh, will hopefully continue his excellence. He's been a very good find for the Toronto Blue Jays, and he is 2-0 so far with a 2.30 ERA, and he will be taking on uh, Rodriguez for the Red Sox, and I'm blanking on his first name right now, Edward, Eduardo Rodriguez, sorry. And he's been doing very, very good this season. His ERA might not reflect that, but he dominated the Blue Jays during his last start. Let's hope the offense can find a way to attack him and get things going. So, before I can sign off, make sure you hit those subscribe buttons all over the internet on your podcast feeds for this show, everybody, and you can get the Jaybird watching uh, Gamecast right to your phone anytime you want it. We're on iTunes, Google Play. There's really no excuses if you're a Blue Jays fan. (laughs) Jump in and talk with us. We're going to have more people contributing shortly. I'm having some friends jump into this, hopefully, with us. And, yeah, 
Let's hope that the Blue Jays can get something going here. If not, we got at least the minor league news here for you every day uh, during the week that we can at least keep you uh, keep your hopes up. And don't worry, Vlad is coming soon. Anyway, peace out, everybody. Go Blue Jays. See ya. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.